Okay, so here we are on the bottom of Chavzayin Omer Aleph in Meseches Tambid. We began discussing. We began discussing the previous shear, what the Kaihanim would sleep in. We quoted the Mishnah, and the Mishnah taught us and that's what we're going to begin, which is about 14 lines from the bottom of Chavzayin and Aleph, the two dots. We'll start with a little bit of Chazara, that the Mishnah taught us that they would not sleep in their big day Kaidesh. Rather, what would they do? They would take off their big day Kaidesh, fold it up, place it under their heads, and sleep in their big day Chol. So we begin the Gemara, which again, we're beginning with the Chazara. We started this Gemara last time. Says the Gemara, from the fact that the Mishnah says they will not sleep in their big day Kaidesh, Shana, sleeping, who delight. Sounds like that is what you're not allowed to do. <coughs> Excuse me. In your big day Kahuna. Aval, however, Hiloch, but walking around in your big day Kaidesh, Mehalchin, from the Mishnah, it seems you are, yes, allowed to walk around in your big day Kaidesh. What would that indicate? If you're allowed to walk around in your big day Kaidesh, says the Gemara, from there we could prove Shema's Mina, we could prove big day Kahuna, Nitnu Lehanais Behen. We could prove that what? <clears throat> you're allowed to have benefit. Why are you allowed to have benefits? Because it sounds like, what are you not allowed to do? You're only not allowed to sleep. But are you allowed to hang out? Are you allowed to walk around? It sounds like, yes. So the Gemara wants to prove from the fact that the Mishnah says you cannot sleep is a proof that you, that you could only not sleep. But are you allowed to get other benefit, other enjoyment in your big day, Kaidash? The Gemara wants to prove, yes. Says the Gemara, no raya. Amri, they said, Really, you're not allowed to chill. You're also not allowed to hang out. You're not allowed to get any form of benefit from your big day kaidish and the kayin clothing. And that which the Mishnah said, that they would not sleep, is why? They say, because the end of the Mishnah wanted to say, they would fold it up and put it under their heads. So to, it wanted to tell us the process of the Kayhanim going to sleep. Katani Reishanami. So the beginning of the Mishnah also said, Loi Haya Yeshenim. Asks the Gemara one second. Kasha. The Mishnah itself contradicts itself. Why? Because where would they place their big day Kaidesh? The Mishnah said, what would they do? They would take off their big day Kaidesh, fold it up, and put it. Tachas Roshayam underneath their heads, says the Gemara. If they put it under their head, what does that mean? That means their koyin clothing was what? Their pillow. If their koyin clothing was their pillow, that means they're getting benefit from it. Says the Gemara that itself should prove Shmami Nabig they couldn't behem. The Gemara answers, Ema Kineged Roshayam. So where were they placed? They're cutting clothing when they went to sleep. Do they use it as a pillow? The answer is no. Where were they placed? They kineged roshayen, opposite their head. So says the Gemara, it sounds like right now, are you allowed to get any benefit from your cutting clothing? The Gemara wants to say no. Says the Gemara, Amar Papa, this is new Gemara. We're five lines. Let's go, everyone. Five lines on the bottom of 
Chav Zayin, Amir Aleph, five lines from the bottom, of Chav Zayin, Amir Aleph. Amar Rav Papa, teaches Rav Papa, Shema Mina, we shall learn <coughs> from this din, says the Gemara, Tfilin. just like where would you place the Kayin clothing when they went to sleep? Do they put it under their head? No. Where do you put it? Next to your head. Says the Gemara, if one were to go to sleep, and let's remind ourselves, Bizman Chazal, Bizman Gemara, do they only wear their tefillin when they davened? No. When do they wear their tefillin? 24-7. Oh, well, not 24-7, not on Shabbos, and not when they slept. But when do they wear their tefillin? Always. So says the Gemara, where do you put your tefillin when you went to sleep? From the same way that you're going to put your kayin clothing where? Right next to your head. Where seemingly should you put your tefillin when you go to sleep? Next to your head. So Amar Shema Mina, let's learn from over here. Tefillin, we're four lines from the bottom of Chavzayin Amid. Aleph, Tefillin Minatzad Sharinon. That you're allowed to place Tefillin on the side next to your head. Why would you not be allowed to put your Tefillin next to your head when you're sleeping? You're not wearing them. What's the concern? Dilma, and we're not worried. Dilma, Migander, Binafal Alayu. What happens when you sleep? Do you stay perfectly stationary? No. You might roll over. Maybe you're going to roll over and we're going to roll on top of your tefillin. The same way we just said that we're not worried that you're going to roll over onto your kayin clothing. Similarly, we're not, should not be worried. You're going to roll over onto your tefillin. So says Rapapa, let's prove from our sugya that when you go to sleep, where do you place your tefillin? You place your tefillin next to your head. Says the Gemara. And this is as well logical. Three lines from the bottom of Chavzayin Amaral. Says the Gemara. This is logical. That where would they place their kayin clothing? They would put it next to their head. Why is that logical? Di Amr, if you're going to tell me, Tachas Roshayem. If you're going to tell me that they place the, place, the, place the clothing, words aren't working this morning. If you're going to tell me that they placed the clothing where? Under their head. What's the problem? Nehi, very good. Very good that seemingly maybe you'd be allowed to get benefit from the clothing. But there's a different problem. You know I should be also to sleep on top of the kohen clothing. Mishom isura deke layim. Cause there's an iser kilayim. What's kilayim? Shatnis. Which part of the kayin clothing had shatnis? Who remembers? Anyone? We'll see in a moment. The avnate, the belt. The belt of the kayin clothing had shatnis. So says the Gemara, there's a different problem with using the kayin clothing as a pillow. What's the problem? Forget about the issue whether you could or you cannot get benefit from the kayin clothing. There's a different problem. The shatnis. And shatnis you can't get benefit from. What do you mean? But the kayin is wearing it. 
So if you're going to hold that the belt, which we'll see in a moment, is made out of shanis, that's a specific allowance for the kain when he's wearing it, when he's doing the avayda, to do what? To be wearing something with shanis. But would that allow you to sleep on it and get benefit from it? Absolutely not. So says the Gemara as we turn over, turn over to Chavzayin Amid base. Chavzayin Amid base. Ha Nicha, we're middle of the Raya, middle of the proof. Ha Nicha, Lamanda Amar Avnito Yishal Kayin Gadol. Loi Loi Zehu Avnito Yishal Kayin Hedit. To Machloikas, what the belt of the Kayin Hedit, a regular Kayin, is made out of. It's conclusive that the belt of the Kayin Gadol was Shatnis, had wool and linen in it. But the question is, what about? The belt of the Kayin Hedit, of the regular Kayin. So, Ha Nichalamanda Amar, Avnita Shal Kayin Gadol, Loi Zehu Avnita Shal Kayin Hedit. It's good according to the opinion that says they're not the same. If they're not the same, what does that mean? That means the belt of the Kayin Hedit was not Shanis. If it was not Shanis, then it wouldn't make a difference if you slept on it or not. It is the same thing. So then, of course, you would not be allowed to sleep under it. Why? On top of it, because it's shatnis. So it's another reason to prove. It's another reason to prove that. Good morning, Rabbi Brody. That's another reason to prove that. Where would they sleep? On the clothing? No. The clothing would not be their pillow. Rather, what would the clothing be? The clothing would be next to their head. Next to their head. But there was a big, a big um, uh, hanacha, a big presumption the Gemara just made. If I were to ask all of you, are you allowed in the chairs that you're all sitting on? What if the chair cushion that you were sitting on is made out of wool and linen? Would that be a problem? You'd be like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. What's the issue of shatness? So we know shatness, the problem is wearing shatness. Is the same problem of wearing shatness, having it on to sit on, to sleep on. Could shat, is that the same issue? Says the Gemara, it's a massive machlekes. Says the Gemara. V'chi teima, four lines down, chavzayin amad beiz. And if you're going to say, Kalayim, when it comes to Kalayim, again, Kalayim and Shatnis are interchangeable. Kalayim, well, if you're going to tell me that when it comes to Kalayim, Ba'aliyah, that only, what is Aliyah? Aliyah means to go up, to put the clothing on you. If you're going to tell me that the issue is putting the clothing on you, Ulevisha, and wearing it, Hudasar, both of them, excuse, excuse me, Aliyah means going on top of it, Ulevisha, and wearing it, that's what's aser aval. However, mimach tute to place it underneath you, like we just spoke about. What if the cushion of your chair was shatnis? Aval mimach, aval mimach tute to place it underneath you, shopper dummy, is not aser. Then. Our discussion would not apply. Because what are we discussing? Where are we putting these shatnis, kayin clothing? Under your head. We're discussing whether 
you could utilize it as a pillow. Then we would not have a rayo. The Hatanya, but says the Gemara, but we learned in a Braisa, Lo Yale Olecha. This is the source when it comes to Shatnis. What does the Pasik say? Lo Yale Olecha. That a garment of Shatnis should not be brought upon you. What does that teach us? Says the Braisa. Aval, however, and you were reading the Torah, you would think, what's usher with shatnis? To wear it. But what about to utilize it as a cushion? To utilize it as a pillow? You would think it's no problem. But comes along Chazal, and they teach us, usher, la'asayzkein, you're not allowed to put it underneath you. Why are you not allowed to put it underneath you? Why not? The Torah said, don't wear shatnis. So what's the problem with having a cushion made out of shatnis? Says the Gemara, you know what the problem would be? Shema, perhaps. Tikarech nima achas. One strand of the shatnis of the kalayim will go al besari. You're all sitting on a cushion, and as I look around, maybe there's a cushion, which there isn't, but maybe there's a cushion that popped. And coming out of the cushion is a thread. <clears throat> so now you're sitting on it. What's the problem? Okay. But what happens? The thread goes up, and now it's resting on your leg. Now, you're not only sitting on the shatnis, now the shatnis is on top of you. So said the chachamim. Not only is Shatnis also to, to wear, but Gezerah, they made a decree, you cannot sit on it. Why can you not sit on it? Because maybe one strand will come on top of you. And if you're going to tell me, okay, maybe you're right. It's also Dirabonin. But how do you take care of that Issa Dirabonin? And if I were to tell you, okay, everyone, don't sit on your chairs. Why not? Because maybe there's going to be shotness. And what's the problem if there's shotness? Maybe one strand is going to come out and go on your leg. So you know what you would tell me? And I would say, okay, but figure out the rest yourself. Would you all sit on the floor? No. What would you do? You would take two ta- t- uh, paper towels. You would take a towel. You put it over your chair and you would sit on it. Now, if there's a towel over your chair, is it possible that the shotness is going to come up on your leg? No. So says the Gemara, and maybe you're going to tell me, maybe you're going to tell me that there's something separating between yourself and the shatnis, and that's why it's mutter. So similarly, the kayhanim, maybe when they slept on the shatnis clothing, maybe it was their pillow, but maybe the reason it was allowed was because they put something separating between their head and their clothing. Says Rav Shimon, we call this the princess and the pea. Teaches Rav Shimon, this is a long standing tradition that they passed down from the Kehila Kedaisha, the holy congregation in Yushalayim. Shebi Yushalayim. Sheafilu Eser Matzois. Even ten mattresses. Ten mattresses. Zu al gab zu. Not one mattress you stole. Not two. Not three. Ten mattresses. And what's underneath them? 
And under all ten mattresses, what do you have in the bottom? Kalayim tachteim. You have one little piece of kalayim. You have a little piece of woolen linen under ten mattresses. So is there any problem? You'd say, of course not. The Torah said, don't wear it. The Rabbanon said, what? Don't, wear, don't sit on it, why not? Maybe one strand will come on top of you. But one second. If there's ten mattresses, is it possible for anything to happen? Of course not. Says the Gemara, still, Aser Still, it is Aser. Why? Why is it Aser? This is a classical example, a great example, that when the Rabbanon make a Gezerah, we don't start figuring out, one second, Gezerah, but maybe it won't apply, maybe the reasoning will apply, on Shabbos, there's a million things we're not allowed to do because Shema, you might come to write. So maybe you'll tell me, no, there's no concern because of this, because of that. No. It's called the light plug. When they make a Gezerah, the Gezerah stands always. Elishmami, no. Rather, what's the proof? So where can Neged Roshayim? So it must be, says the Gemara, that it's Mistaver. It's logical that when the Kayhanim slept, where do they place their clothing? Not underneath their head, but rather next to their head. Let's just finish up. The Gemara says, not so fast. Iba Yisema, answer number one, I'll tell you is, meaning answer number one to prove that it's not a raya, is what? <clears throat> it said the Kain got undressed, took off his clothing, and he slept on it. So maybe I'll tell you, very simple. He slept on all his clothing as a pillow. But the one garment, the belt, the avnate, the one garment that had shan is, maybe that garment he didn't sleep upon. So we don't have a raya, says the Gemara, because we don't necessarily know that he slept on all his garments. But he said, Answer number one. And Ravashi Amar, a different answer, a difficult answer. Says Ravashi, Big day kehuna kashin hain. Big day kehuna were hard, and therefore... A certain type of thread from a place called Narash. Sharia is not an issue to sit or sleep upon. Why? Because there's no Gezerah. We just said that if you have ten mattresses and there's one piece of shanis underneath it, then there's a Gezerah. But what if the thing that you're sitting on, what if your cushion wasn't a cushion? What if it was rock hard? Then Rav Ashi holds there's no Gezerah. Why is there no Gezerah? Maybe one strand will pop out. Says Rav Ashi, there's only Gezerah in a case where it's potentially possible. So if you have ten mattresses with one piece of shanas underneath, there it's potentially possible. You just figured out a way to get on top of ten mattresses. But if it's hard, says Rav Ashi, then there'll be no problem. And Rav Ashi held that in our case, we're talking about the big day kahuna was made out of that material, and that's the reason why you're allowed to sleep in it. So the quick wrap-up is, what do we discuss today? We discussed the fact that when the Kayhanim went to sleep in the Beis HaMikdash, we talked about the Pirachai Kuna, where do they go to sleep on? The floor. What do they sleep on, the Mishnah taught us? They took off their big day Kaidish and they put them under their head, we thought, and they slept on their big day Chol, in their weekday clothing. The big discussion is, where exactly do they place those big day kodesh? Was it a pillow or not? If it was a pillow, then what would the problem be? Number one, you're getting benefits from the big day kodesh. 
Number two, what about Shatnis? So from here we learned out two incredible dinim. Number one is that they put it next to their head. Similar, if you were to think of your tefillin and want to take a nap, where do you put it? You can put it right next to your head in your bed. Ah, you might roll over and hit your tefillin. We see that we're not concerned about that, number one. Number two, we learned that with regard to Shatnis, with regard to Shatnis, we would have a raya that, that there would potentially be no issue sleeping on it, but the fact that it would be next to your head is the raya that there would be an issue, like we saw the princess and the pea, that even if there are ten mattresses, one piece of shan is underneath, it is still forbidden. We had two answers why it's not a raya. Either it was only the garments that weren't kalayim, or it was ravashi that, or was ravashi that there were hard garments which cannot potentially go up on their clothing. We'll pick it up.